0: Zine. I am your host, Nick Burns, driving the bus for you here, uh, as Pa would say. But uh, Pa's not here, is he, Jordan? No, or Connor. Yeah, or yeah. There's uh, some
1: duo in studio today. Yeah, there's
0: uh, something going on <laughs> uh, out on the East Coast right now, uh, Jordan, and something pretty big. Uh, you know, uh, well, let's uh, let's just we got open with the with, yeah. the, with the big one, right? <laughs> uh, the Minnesota State Men's Hockey Team. Uh, uh defeated uh, the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers yes. last night uh by the score of <laughs> 5 to 1. Yes. In uh the Frozen Four to advance on to the NCAA championship game. This is uh This is uh something Jordan. Yeah. I mean, this is this is uh it was a heck of a game to watch last night and uh you know uh just you see the energy from the fa- our fans there yeah. and everything like that. Uh talk about your experience watching that game there, Well, true. you know,
1: it was it's funny because I've never been You know, in a part part of a school or a university that's had such a deep run with an athletic team, Mm -hmm. you know, being at UVM, basketball team, you know, you make it. That's kind of your national championship. But just being around it this year, being in the office with PA, Connor, and you as well, you know, just seeing it and just they're impressive. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I noticed, you know, we were speaking before we got on air. They gave up that first goal. But I'm like, our guys are just beating the crap out of them. Every time that puck went down, there was a hard four check coming. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, we're we're good. Yeah. It's like I wasn't sweating, but it was fun to watch, you know. Felt school spirit start to bubble in my stomach a little yep. bit. And yep. once they start laying it on, and this is something I don't normally do. I just went right on the Twitter and not saying anything, but just seeing the crying Gopher fans all over Twitter making every excuse, well, they're this much older, and this, that, and this, and this team's got better talent, and talking about the Gophers, I'm like, well, you could really fool me saying you got 14 NHL draft prospects the way you played, or draftees the Mm -hmm. way you played, and we got one. But it was impressive, physical hard nose hockey that the mavericks have done all year so it was really no surprise at the end of it
0: yeah i mean um i think this is our fifth straight win against uh the gophers now uh last yep. year we beat them in the yep. regional final i think it was like was a four to nothing and now this uh yes this game uh we beat them five to one and you know as you mentioned they got that they got that first goal on us pretty yeah. early there in that first period yeah. we gave up a four bad two in. on none yes something like that yeah and,
1: turnover at the blue line that's yeah, right yeah but um you know,
0: other than that, it didn't really
1: we didn't really give them that many big big chances no, here. no, and they they had a few shots that were um who was fifty five for the gopher Ben myers he had a few good good shots from the outside mm-hmm. from the wing is that what you call it in hockey? Yeah. I'm sorry, but uh you know that was really it, and Dryden was in position all game mm-hmm. he wasn't floating around. They didn't yeah. get them moving back and forth in the crease, and yep. they just rocks all a defense kept them out of the middle. And it's quite simple how they had the play, and they did it beautifully.
0: Mm-hmm. In the second period, uh, you know the Gophers were leading one nothing yep. after the first period, and then in the second period, it was just a couple of wraparound goals that yeah. uh, that we got for the first. Both one my was classmates, by,
1: yeah,
0: um, <laughs> uh, Benton Mass, he got yep. that first one, and I think I re- remember uh, Melrose when they were looking at the. When they were looking at the replay, he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I bet the goal—the goalie probably wants that one back." And it's yeah. like, "Yeah, because he had, didn't uh, uh, kick out his yep. pad. I mean, if he would have done that, that wouldn't have been a goal. But uh, he wasn't—he wasn't quick enough with the pad." And then, um, gotta be quicker than that, that happened. And then uh, we had Reggie Lutz, yes. uh, just a total hustle play. Yeah. You know, oh, he, he was—he was on one side. He tried banging it in there. It, it didn't work. <laughs> but then he just went right around and just whipped yeah. it in there on a on a wraparound. And I remember seeing the. I remember seeing the after that when they were showing the highlight of it afterwards. Just the the image of their goalie sitting on the ice yes. after the goal was scored. Defeated. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it it reminded me so much. Of, I'm, I'm dating myself here, but it reminded me when uh, Trevor Briss scored that uh, overtime winner, that double overtime winner against the Gophers in the first round of the WCHA playoffs back in '08. Okay, I remember watching that on TV. <laughs> I was with the women's basketball team in Vermilion, South Dakota, at the regional tournament. <laughs> I was watching this game because um, we were back at the hotel at that point. Mm-hmm. I was watching, and I remember jumping up and down, yelling yeah. when we got that <laughs> overtime goal against them because it, it was at home in front of a packed house. Uh, and you know, we're beating the Gophers in the first game. Uh, <laughs> it was such an awesome series, looking back on, it, even though we didn't win it. But um, you know, that it's like okay, now the now all the momentum's on our side, and you know, it was a great second period. We scored to, uh, we're up to one. Yep. Th- things are looking good. Feel feel confident now I mean I never felt uh too worried you know no being down one nothing not with this team I mean because they you know like you said they can they're very resourceful and they're uh you know they play a hard game and you know yeah. you know this is what they've been doing all year and then in the third period the gophers came out they they were they were getting some chances you know they were yeah. real aggressive and you know for that first minute uh yeah it seemed like little- they, there was a lot <laughs> of pressure right. by the gophers there but then quickly faded it faded very, very quickly because I think like a minute thirty-seven into the third period, Jack McNe- McNeely takes a shot yeah. from the point, and uh, Andre, uh, An- yeah, Andre Pablo deflected, deflected, deflected it yeah. right in, and that that puts us
1: up three to one, and it's like. Whew. Well, I mean, you know, what do you call it, like shielding? He yep. was like in perfect position yep. in front of the goalie where that shot came in yep. and it just went right to his left side yep. and the goalie had no idea. So that was yep. just, I guess, I don't know if it was intentional. I'm assuming it was where yep. he posi- positioned himself, but mm-hmm. perfect. Just yep. absolutely perfect position and just well done. Yep, goalie was screened. He knows there's a shot
0: coming from the point, so he right. knows the general direction where it's coming yep. from, but he can't see that... Uh, andre pavel had deflected it so it's like well now he's expecting it to go one place but right. it's actually going to go another so you know and uh you know and i think uh they, they mentioned that andre pavel's uh, parents were uh yep. there all the way from the czech republic yes. what a flight so yeah <laughs> from, i think he's, he's from prague so right. yeah, that would be a that would definitely be a flight but you know hey ma- made it worth it that's though, awesome good know? for him and then um uh, i think finally later on our Again, we have the three one lead. we're just it feels like we're just controlling the pace. Yep. It feels like anytime the gophers got it down into our side, we would quickly just chip it right back
1: out.. Yep. And they never could set anything up yeah. consistently. Mm-mm. It was once it got in the zone, and like yep. I said earlier, like I just noticed and this is coming from a non elite hockey mind in myself. It's just how physical we were. Just bodies on bodies every time. There was nothing easy. And I think, to your point, it's like, okay, the Gophers came out with that second wind, but that second wind lasted a minute because they were just getting beat up Mm -hmm. all night long and they were just, they had nothing in the tank. They kept talking about, uh, 22 there for the Gophers, how he's this fantastic skater and, you know, speed skater. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> when you're getting bodied up by some big dudes, yeah, that's going to go out the window pretty yep. quick. And, yep. and that it did.
0: Mm-hmm. So and then uh, I think wh- what you could finally say would almost be the final nail, nail in the coffin. I mean, granted, there were still about yeah. six to seven minutes to go in the game. But uh, David Sillier uh, got a oh. fourth goal. Jeez, he just Beautiful. He sniped it. The, their goalie had no shot on that one. yeah It was just he <laughs> sniped it right into the corner that was, of the net, the top, nearly top shelf. And boy, oh, boy, after that one was scored, that
1: was like, wow. Oh, it's you like, felt the air leave the place in, yep. here in Mankato in my living room. Everyone <laughs> exhaled. and It
0: was just like, wow, all right. right, we're You know, se- yeah. seven minutes away from going to the NCAA championship game up 4-1. to one, And then Brendan Furry. Uh, got the Gophers pulled their goalie with like about three minutes mm-hmm. to go because that's they pretty much had to you yeah. know you know you're down it's by three they goals didn't do it earlier yeah and they uh, when they had the extra attacker they were down on their side for a bit but then finally we just got out there Brendan Furry mm-hmm. got the empty netter and I remember uh, on the broadcast I remember seeing uh. uh coach uh, hastings and uh he had that smile on his face you know he's trying to hide it though yeah yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like he's smiling <laughs> but he's, he doesn't want to he's trying to hide it. he's like hey we still got a minute to play right and uh, i think it was barry melrose who said yes. oh yeah that's a coach's smile right yeah. there it's like he knows it's like okay we yep. got it but we still got we still got to finish the game yeah, that's exactly yeah so but it was uh boy oh boy it was uh something else just and it's all and it it always feels a little bit uh sweeter you know when we be when it's against the Gophers or, or an in-state, just any in-state rival for that. But matter, you know, playing the Gophers, playing the U. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember being a uh, student when I was a student. You know, we would uh the Gopher games would always sell pretty well yeah, down here, I and t- the Gopher fans would always chant uh, "Junior College" at us. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we ain't the Junior College anymore. Now we grew up. Yeah. So <laughs> that we did. Yep. And um, was it eight out of the last 10 now? Or uh, we, we won. A little, I think we've won the last four or five against yeah. the Gophers now. And, um, you know, so. But uh,
1: <laughs> I, I say an argument could be made for who's a Juco now. Eh, well. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, but just yeah. impressive all around. And yeah, this that, place is, as Connor would be saying, is it's going to be buzzing. Yeah, it <laughs> it's going to be buzzing will. on I mean, Saturday. So the, <laughs>
0: the Mavericks are going to face uh, the Denver Pioneers. Yep. Uh, on Saturday in the national championship game, that's a seven o'clock Central Standard Time start. Um, they're, they're still out at uh, TD Arena and uh, or TD Garden and um, yeah, TD Garden, TD yeah. Garden in uh, Boston. Um, game will be televised on ESPN Two. Uh, so um, you know, it's just um, you know you're you're looking forward to this. You know, yeah. De- Denver and Denver's had a heck of a run too. I mean, the Mavericks now uh, are thirty eight and five. The thirty eight mm-hmm. wins is a as a as a team record uh, we're on our longest unbeaten streak now which i think is 18 18 or, yep. 18 or 19 and and um you know but the Denver Pioneers i mean they got 30 wins they're 30 yep. they're 39 and 1 uh this year the pioneers uh all three of their games this year against or in the NCAA tournament have been one-goal games so they've mm-hmm. been in uh, some tough battles uh in the re- in their regional final they beat Duluth yep and that one was off of uh i remember i remember watching the end of that game and uh, they scored their they they got their game winning goal late in the third period when they just dumped it down and it caromed off the glass and oh, it went wow. back out in huh. front it went it went over back over the net and it hit the right. goalie and then it was That's just right. kind of sitting there in the crease and then one of the one of the pioneer players he was just tapped yeah. it in like a, and
1: Happy Gilmore just tap it in. in yeah the goal's wide <laughs> open just tap it in yeah and, so in the game I saw the end of. The overtime game against them in Michigan last yeah. night. And just a shot from the left wing, rebound. And then it's <laughs> he it's barely it. made contact with it, but enough to get it up and over the like pad. And yep. that was it. But, yeah. yeah.
0: The Michigan fans looked devastated. In the <laughs> oh, though. man. But, uh, I mean – it w- it was a heck of a game though. Yeah. I remember watching I uh started to tune into their game right as uh was getting into overtime. Yep. I'm like, "Wow, we, there's a really good battle going on here between the Wolverines and the Pioneers, but Denver uh came away with the win and that they did." You know, we haven't uh, we haven't faced Denver in a long time too. I think the last time we faced them was the 2012-13 seasons. So that would've been Coach Hastings' first year. Oh
1: wow. With our program. So, um and they're yeah. an experienced team. They've yeah. been there. Mhm numerous times in the frozen four and won numerous national championships so they they know what it's like and i think we Mm -hmm. as minnesota state know what it's like now being there two consecutive years and we'll see i don't know enough to give you the cold hard facts but from what i saw last night it should be a fun one
0: it should absolutely be a fun one again uh the national championship game is uh tomorrow on saturday at 7 p.m central standard time that'll be on espn two. Mavericks against the Denver University Pioneer or the University of Denver Pioneers, oh, yes. so yep. you know and uh, you know I know I'll be watching it. Yes. it should be a heck of a game. <laughs> so, but you know we got some other things going on besides hockey. But you that know obviously do. hockey's going to take the be, take all the major <laughs> yeah. headlines here for the next couple <laughs> days. But uh, but we do have some stuff stuff going on uh, in Maverick Athletics. Uh, let's talk about some softball here, uh, Jordan.
1: Yeah, number eighteen ranked Mavericks uh, took care of business earlier this week and sweeping southwest minnesota state 2-1 and 5-3 um we're up up tied for second with the other really good team in our conference in augustana so uh and we got duluth tomorrow at one and three no slouch especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to their Their batting lineup they they got some bats and we got to see that firsthand at the Dome tournament back in February, which yeah. seems like centuries they, ago they had, already. They were the ones hitting a ton of home runs in yep. that. Dome and tournament. Uh, I totally. believe what third baseman Emma Frost was leading the way, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. That so <clears throat> um, that will be that's you know that's really going to be our challenge is yeah. how are how are the pitchers going to perform? I know that can be said for any yeah. baseball or softball game, but when you're facing a team that can hit the ball, and I think we did pretty well over well overall, when we played Augustana, who is no slouch in no. the batting lineup either you know uh-huh. gave up, gave up one home run or was like all right, yeah. I see you hitting that one a lot in your career, yep. so we'll live with that mm-hmm. but yeah, held them in check and then i think I think we'll be all right when it comes to Duluth's lineup too but mm-hmm. Still got to play the game.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> you know. And then of course we have to go. Uh, then we go to Saint Cloud for yep. one o'clock and three o'clock starts on Sunday. And Saint Cloud's actually on top of the conference right yes. now. Yes, yes. I think they're. Um, I think they're seven and two. Well, we're 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 six and two in uh, NSIC play. Yes. I think they're like. Um, I think they've only played. They're six and one. Yeah, or something like that in conference play. They weren't able to finish a, uh, one of their uh, oh, NSIC games gotcha. or or yeah or something like that. But um, but yeah. St. Cloud's on top of the uh, yep. the conference standings right now, so and they're no slouch themselves. They're nineteen and nine, seven and zero in conference play. Duluth mm-hmm. is twenty and nine and five and three in conference play. So, you know, there's some uh, there's some good teams here, and we haven't even discussed. I mean, you discussed Augie; they're right up there yep. with us in wins. Uh, Concordia's got yes. twenty wins as well, and Winona's Winona will more than likely get into the twenty 20- into yeah. twenty wins. Uh, this weekend, so there's a there's a lot of good songs. Top, I know it's top heavy. <laughs> it really is right now.
1: You know, we at the beginning of it, we talked about obviously us and Augustana, but as we've rolled on here, mm-hmm. any you know any one of these teams can come up and be you. It's happened to us and yeah. happened to Augie the same day. It was Wayne yeah. State, right? Yeah, the, yeah, this, <laughs> Wayne the same State day. Uh, beat number seven.
0: We uh, <laughs> yeah, last week we uh, we beat uh, Wayne State eight yep. 0 in the first game. Ward just cruised through that yep. game, getting the shutout. Uh, which is what you expect and then um Wayne just come up, comes up, and one their pitcher just stymies our yep. our lineup, and we lose two to one. And yep. uh, Michaela Armbruster uh, didn't give up an earned run.
1: No, uh, during
0: that game. <laughs> and That's uh, the crazy part about yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, we just uh, we couldn't figure out that pitcher, and yep. they got us for a two one uh, win. Yep. And uh, like you said, the same thing happened to Augie. You know, yep. and uh, who most people, who most pundits would say, who know the NSIC <laughs> yes. softball scene, they would pick us and Augie to finish one and two. Yes. Where, you know, one of us to the, the pairing of us to finish top two in the conference. They they got beat by uh concordia st paul in their oh, first yeah. game five to one but they uh augie recovered yeah uh, recovered for that second <laughs> game though and they're like oh you, you, you beat us five to one okay we'll beat you 11 to one in five innings yeah. in, the, in the following game so uh augie reasserted itself yes. at, in that second game but it's like but it just goes to show you any team could potentially come up and get you yeah you know so you have to treat every game like it's i mean like you have to treat every opponent in this mm-hmm. conference like they could they could beat you because the
1: possibility is there. You know, and I mean, you you think about it, or not necessarily think about it, but you can kind of feel the tension in some of these games. Once mm-hmm. you you go okay, first inning feeling out, second inning we're feeling out, yep. but then we start to get third and fourth, and you feel that tension rise when yep. you're playing a Wayne State who record-wise you go not very good, mm-hmm. but then you get there and they're like, damn. They're playing they're, good ball right now and like we're we're gonna have to earn this one mm-hmm. and and same with Concordia to Augustana. So it's it's fun to watch as a fan, seeing the parody and not knowing, not going, all right, well, let's cruise through this one and get to this one. Exactly, but right. you right. got to keep your eyes on the prize each yep. game. So mm-hmm. see how it pans out with these big bats in Duluth and St. Cloud this weekend. Yep,
0: absolutely. Uh, so, again, the Mavericks will take on uh, the Bulldogs tomorrow. This is up in Duluth, Yep. 1 uh, o'clock and 3 o'clock. And then, of course, they'll be taking on St. the Huskies on Sunday, 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock in St. Cloud. So we wish uh, – our Maverick softball team, the best of luck up there. These are going to be their first uh, conference road games of the year. I mean, I guess technically speaking, we were the road team for the Southwest <laughs> yes. games, but we played them in our dome because yes. uh, the weather just would not allow us to play outside. So Southwest traveled from Marshall to play us uh, this past Wednesday. So won't be surprised if we might have maybe a couple more that have to get shit, uh, yeah. moved into that dome here. You I mean you never? We're supposed to be back at we're supposed to be back at home next weekend against uh, Minnesota Crookston and. Yeah. Uh, Bemidji state and I, again it just wouldn't shock me if you know Not weather forces to go back into that <laughs> dome just i just wouldn't be i wouldn't catch me by surprise anyway i just, yeah. just say that much uh the maverick baseball team uh currently 13th ranked in the nation um they are 18-4 and four and 11-2 and two in NSIC competition. They're on a seven-game winning streak right now. Impressive. That includes a three-game sweep over Minnesota-Duluth this past weekend and a sweep of Southwest Minnesota State where they beat uh, the Mustangs 13-1 to one and 6-2. That was down in Sioux City because, yeah, both baseball and softball were supposed to be in um, Marshall this pa- for their yeah. midweek series, but uh, obviously the softball games are played here, and our, so- our baseball games against Southwest moved down to Sioux City, Iowa. So um, – uh, the Mavericks are are currently sitting atop the NSIC standings with their eleven and two conference record and continue their season this weekend with a three game series at Northern State. A little bit of a schedule change. Uh, we were supposed to play two games, I think, tomorrow, yes, and then one game on Sunday. Well, that got changed. We're playing one nine inning game tomorrow at five p.m. and then we're going to play two on Sunday, uh, starting at uh, twelve o'clock. So that first game on Sunday will be seven innings, and the second game will be uh, nine innings, I believe. Yeah. And uh, Recently, Mikey Gottschalk was named the NSIC Baseball Player of the Week after batting five eighty three with four home runs and nine oh. RBI. That's uh, uh, that was from this, pre- this previous work, uh, you, including that Duluth series. So, I mean, he had a
1: that's some video
0: game numbers. Yeah, it absolutely is. So <laughs> that's uh, that's impressive. You know, it's like um, a few weeks ago, uh, Sydney Nielsen from the softball team. She yeah. uh, scored like eight runs or something like that, right? Yeah. And then um. You know, Sydney Nielsen, not Sydney yeah. Nelson. Uh, <laughs> just, in, in, to in, just to clarify. Just to clarify. inside joke for uh, me and Jordan there, but uh but uh it was um you know, sometimes you know you get as hitters you just get hot and you yep. just see the ball so well and you just it, it's 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 almost it must difficult be a to knock out for him right it,
1: now, coming from the pitcher's hand.
0: Yeah, no kidding. But um, again, baseball uh, get this weekend uh, in Aberdeen, South Dakota, against uh, Northern State. We wish him the best out there. I think it's supposed to be in the 60s, so that should Ooh. feel that should feel pretty nice. That's Let's get last, tropical. I I, I, that's, <laughs> I think I looked at the forecast a few. This was earlier in the week, yeah. so maybe it's changed <laughs> now. But I remember seeing 60s, so it's like, oh, I hope they enjoy that nice weather out there. So um, the Maverick women's tennis team uh, is in action this weekend. Uh, they wrap up their NSIC schedule in Sartell, Minnesota. They'll be taking on Saint Cloud State today at five p.m. and then Minnesota Duluth tomorrow at one p.m. And with their uh, wins last weekend over uh, it was uh, the University of Mary, they beat them five to two, and MSU Moorhead six to one. That was in Bismarck, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. They uh, punched their ticket to uh, the NSIC tournament, excellent, which is going to be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, very good, April twenty second through the twenty fourth. So Mavericks are doing pretty good right now. Uh, Tristan Bryant-Otaki uh, just got yep. her second uh, NSIC Tennis Player of the Week award. So that's uh, congrats to her. You know, she's been having a heck of a year. And, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, keep things going to yeah. get a really good seed here in the first round of uh, the playoffs. Hopefully try to get where we could potentially still get that third seed wow, and everything like that. And St. Cloud, um, they're, um, their back's kind of to the wall here. They need to get a couple wins against uh, – or a couple more wins to maybe just even get into the conference tournament. So, you know, they, they know that, uh, this is going to be a big, uh, duel for them yeah. t- tonight. And then, uh, Duluth, they're, uh, they're actually further back in the standings than, uh, than, uh, St. Cloud state, but you know, you never want to rest on your laurels and <laughs> just right. expect some wins. So they'll, our, uh, Ryan Kuchera mm-hmm. will definitely have those, uh, gals ready to go and, uh, to compete. And we'll have, um, next week we'll have, I think, uh, one non-conference, uh, duel against, uh, Bethany Lutheran college yep. on, uh, Bethany's, uh, Courts here, and then uh, then it's on to the conference tournament. And we'll see what we can do there. Yes, sir. And um, uh, women's golf, the Mavericks will take part in the three day Wayne State Invitational on in Wayne, Nebraska, starting this Sunday. The SIC Championships will fall uh, will follow on the following weekend, and they'll be held in Smith- Smithville, Missouri. So. And uh, the men's golf team will take part in the NSIC championships starting on Thursday, April fourteenth, in Blue Springs, Missouri. So obviously, uh, heading down south to get those yeah. uh, conference uh, championships <laughs> in. Uh, we don't we don't have a we do not have a, a other a school in our conference from Missouri, although we do have one in uh, Wayne, Nebraska. So yes. cl- close enough, <laughs> close
1: enough. Yeah, Wayne, Missouri. Yeah, one in the uh, same. But yeah, uh, what about what's going on with our uh, tracksters here, Jordan? Yeah, we got the uh, Maverick multi and open today uh we'll start with some field events today uh just a discus and then tomorrow we'll move in to all the running events and the rest of the field events but um the women bumped up 15 spots in this week this week's ust triple c a poll yeah, that's a <laughs> noticeable jump yeah come they appeared at 25th in the week one uh, poll and uh, after their uh overall well not overall team score, but individual dominance in the USD early bird last week and the central Nebraska challenge um had multiple Mavericks placed in the top five in multiple events and yeah. uh floor gracia and uh Denise yeah Denise Carter I swept the uh player of the week made my life really easy um oh yeah, cause you knew yeah you knew you knew they are yeah like yeah and uh, didn't have to do two separate stories, <laughs> just one, one good yeah, one was, for both of them. Let's just take them all right now. <laughs> yep, and um, and uh, yeah, so they're they're staying right where they were coming from oh, the yeah. indoor yeah. national championship. Yeah. No surprise there, and yeah. just continue to knock down provisional marks and see you in the NCAA championships. Really is what we're thinking. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs>
0: always what you're thinking with our track and field yeah. teams. It's like how many people are we going to get. Into the NCAA championships. Obviously, our women coming off yes. a national championship in the indoor uh, championships this past winter, yeah. and a year before they've just finished second. Correct. So they've been uh, they've been right on the cusp of it for a while, and they finally got there uh, this past winter. So it was awesome to see. And, um, you know, you kind of wonder. It's like, man, we were we just won the Indoor National Championship, and now we're ranked 25th. And I get it. There, you know, there, there that was di- my thought, there, too. There are different events in, in the outdoor season. Yeah. There are. Yeah. But uh, it's like, man, not, get, not getting a lot of love here.
1: No. But no. Up. And, I mean, we'll see how it pans out for the men. But not being ranked, I think, is a little – that's kind of surprising to me. And, again, mm-hmm. I'm not an elite track and field mind, so I don't necessarily know. But yeah. I think – Looking at the performances of our athletes in the men's side, I mean Tanner Meyer, we um, got track athlete of the week, winning the 800 meter, and you know made a provisional mark. in our throwers, all over the top five, and a lot in the discus, the weight throw, hammer throw. So I mean, yeah. we're it's not that we're not good. Most yeah. teams have a lot, <laughs> a lot more depth that's just over, mm-hmm. overcoming us. But yeah. yeah, they're gonna do well, and we'll see how it pans out this weekend. Well, depth seems to be
0: one of our strengths on our track and field yes. team. Yes, so, I mean, so, there's no doubt in that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. You know, use, use his motivation. You know? Yes, it's like, exactly. All right, we'll fly under the radar. <laughs> like Dar- Darrell Mason, nobody, he flew it's under true. the radar pretty much all year. and he very undefeated, true. Undefeated, won a national championship in the heavyweight category for wrestling, you know, which was so much fun to watch. Yes. You know, but... Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with all of our sports uh, this weekend. Uh, again, I just want to reiterate, uh, the Maverick uh, men's hockey team yep. will be competing against uh, Denver tomorrow in the NCAA uh, championship game uh, out in Boston. Uh, time uh, Face-off uh, is at 7 p.m. I was yes. about to say puck drop, and I know PA does not like that. So <laughs> uh, the face-off, the opening face-off, is scheduled for 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can start to watch it on ESPN, and you can watch it on ESPN, too. Yes. And, yeah, so – but yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch yeah. tomorrow. Hopefully, it'll be it should be a good time. It should be a very good game against uh, the Denver Pioneers. So, yes, absolutely. Well, that's about all the time we got here for this edition of Maverick Magazine. I just want to remind everyone you can follow all the action of all of our sports at Uh Be sure to follow us at Min State Athletics on Twitter, and remember, it's great to be a Maverick.